Hello, this is Kumbasike, this is Connor, and this is episode 37. Today I'm talking to Stefan Lieschen. He is from France, currently living in Vietnam, and is a magician. Stefan, how are you? Oh, I'm great. Nice weather, nice feeling, nice country, nice people, nice food. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, it takes every box, right? Yeah. yeah. For sure. So, do you mind telling me a bit more then about what you do? You are a magician? Yeah, nobody's perfect. That's my job. I um, I perform magic. I try to design magic experiences for all type of uh, audiences. Sometimes I don't perform. It's just a, a sort of sculpture, magic sculpture. Sometimes I perform in for 10, 20 people. Sometimes I perform for 1,000 people. I do TV shows. Uh, it can be I do Zoom shows, of course, uh, virtual shows. So, yeah, I try to... Um, provide some magic feelings in any possible way to anybody in the world. Okay, cool. And so how did this all start out for you? How did you get started out with magic? Well, it was very simple. I was born in Wales. Uh, uh, then my parents moved to France. I didn't want to go to leave my, my, my mother tongue English and my French grandfather didn't speak English. I didn't want to speak French, but he was he did a little bit of magic. Uh, he had a magic box, and so he pulled out a coin from my ear, and I then we started to laugh together and to discover um, a third language, which was not uh, French or English. It was um, magic, and we could communicate together. Then I um, I understood. I think that. Uh, Magic could be a, a wonderful way of uh, of bumping and discovering and and uh, yeah discovering other people communicating with other people. Um, then when I went back to Great Britain, I saw all the Paul Daniels show shows on TV. I had all the Paul Daniels uh, magic boxes. I bought books. Uh, I met other professional magicians. I did started to do my first shows at eleven. And blah 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 blah, and went on. And my first TV show at eighteen, I did a lot of TV shows for Disney Channel. I had two years TV show for, for on Disney F Channel France. Then I did on the prime time. I wrote TV shows on the prime time on MC TF One, which is the big major channels in France, national TV. And um, I discovered then that. Uh, being some somebody well uh, well known or recognized in the street was not something I really desired. I really wanted to to be more <laughs> in a discreet way with my family and go to the restaurant and, and uh, on the beach to be more with more intimacy. So I retired a little bit from uh, this show business thing, and I did more gigs and consultancy for luxury brands especially Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Cartier, and then I um, specialize in luxury hospitality. And this is why also I'm here in Saigon, because I work a lot with these fantastic hotels like Parc Ayat, Amanoi, Metropole Hanoi, where we provide magical luxury experiences in these uh, wonderful venues. Okay, sure. And so what was it then that brought you to Vietnam. Do you mind telling me more about the main reason you ended up in Vietnam? Uh, I have the luxury of following my daughters. Uh, my daughters don't follow uh, their parents. Usually they go into schools where their parents, in the towns where their parents move in. And we were two years in, 
we were we were living in Paris. We decided to to provide uh, to offer our daughters um, Asian or international French school. So we decided to go to Hong Kong. Uh, first, we we registered our daughter in Hong Kong, and after so we then we worked in Hong Kong. We did the company Magic Prod Asia in Hong Kong. We built up that company. After two years in Hong Kong, we decided to to provide them with another uh, Asian uh, French school. So we thought of a lot of Asia, Southeast Asia, and Oshimin it seemed the best uh, place. So we re registered them in Marguerite Duras here, and then we followed her, them. We followed our two daughters. So then we arrived in Saigon, and we thought, oh, we have to find some job here. So we have uh, still the company in France, the company in Hong Kong, and now we we uh, created uh, Magic Prod uh, Vietnam. Uh, so uh, to provide magic experiences in all the luxury hospitality in Vietnam. So and of course private parties, uh, private events for for companies. So uh, yeah, it's pr pretty well. It's working out pretty well here in Vietnam. And the girls, my my daughters, are happy of being in a new French school in a wonderful country. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, all going well, right? Mm. Yeah. So then, with you and magic, um, what are the things that you do that you really love about performing? Um, to kind of rephrase it, why do you love what you do in terms of doing magic? <laughs> I, I love what I do because it's always different and I can... Uh, visit. I think the most incredible thing is is to visit, uh, and to be able to live in in fantastic places and fantastic venues. Of course, I, it is serious when I say about Saigon because I don't know any other jobs where you just travel the world and you say, okay, I like this town, and in two months you have a sort of work. And then that's, the, of course, which goes with the f meeting fantastic venues or fantastic towns or fantastic places is meeting fantastic people <laughs> so and magic is fantastic with is amazing with this is that you can reach um, a teacher a priest um, a mother a grandmother a child uh, a CEO of a big company a politic prime minister with the same tricks yeah, and sure. I think this is so pure so incredible that you just perform what you can do and you can see that at the end they all react the same so it's it's quite positive feeling of uh, about the humanity you say okay with uh, just a simple deck of cards or a ball of paper or a pen and a pen and paper you can uh, provoke the same reaction to people that are so different in in, in the current life when you cross them in the street these people who cannot meet and in fact yes I think they can meet. So yeah. this is uh, one incredible thing, uh, incredible feeling when performing magic. I don't know a lot of other arts that uh, provide that same feeling. Of course, if you listen to Bach, Bach or Mozart, you can, you, uh, you can, you could. Everybody have the same feeling, like cla nice classical music. But it's cultural uh, because Asian have not maybe the same feeling of, with this classical music and we don't have the same feeling with Asian music so it's sometimes a little bit um, uh, uh, biased 
But with magic, I am absolutely certain, 100%, that I will have the same reaction. Mm. So it's quite powerful. No, that's a great answer. I kind of definitely haven't really considered it before that, yeah, people from all types of backgrounds are still going to watch what you do and think, yeah. wow, like, how does it feel when their jaws drop? They're like, wow, how did you do that? How does that feel? No, it's a great feeling. Um, I don't think I'm, I'm doing that I'm doing that job for, 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 for that f- exact feeling, which is the truth, which is a feeling that does exist. Uh, it has, I have to go through that feeling, but I, that's a su- more like a surprise. The, the, the word amaze is uh, amazement. Do you say amazement? Yeah. yeah. The uh, amazement and the wonder are more powerful, and this is what I think are a more interesting feeling. If I can have a little bit of wonder, after that's amazement, uh, yeah, that's surprise, like, <gasps> wow, how did he do it? That is like, okay, that is one step. Of course, they must not know how I do it. That's basically, yeah, yeah. <laughs> otherwise it's, I have to change my job. <laughs> but if, if the message, if, if the way I do it, or if they can, it evokes something for themselves, like, oh, if, if, if this could be true, or if I could do that, or, oh, that's a nice feeling of being able to do that. Or, you know, like, this sort of, there's no really definition, but that is a floating feeling for the audience. And when I manage sometimes to have that smile, in fact, it's like a very, it's a nice smile when they peak, they go to a nice restaurant, they had a nice meal, a nice drink, a nice company, a nice magic, it's wow, they, they, they're really happy. So I think I'm, I'm more, I'm happier when they have this, um, this smile uh, than uh, the jaw dropping. Right, okay. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. Mm. Yeah, for real. I know this might be a tricky question. Have you got a favorite trick that you perform or a favorite routine? Oh no, I've, I don't have really have a favorite. It all depends on the impact and and yeah, no, the no no, I don't really. My favorite trick is to amaze people uh, in any way. There's no this no no, there's no favorite trick. Uh, depends on the moment and the venue. Uh, the, I think my favorite trick would be the one that looks the most natural, organic in the way of of performing it uh the way it it comes out like evidence like simplicity yeah that would be my favorite trick okay so when can be any yeah sure um great stuff so now we've kind of spoken about the magic and the practice you do what usually happens on the podcast we talk a bit about challenges we faced and come back from adversity now this could be due to the covid pandemic the anything else that you may have faced what challenges have you come back from and how did you manage to go about it? Um, I, in fact, just to answer this question first, um, there's one thing important is everything I do, I do it uh, with my wife, which is my partner uh in my business and my partner in my artistic uh creations so 
which is a huge chance because when I face challenges or any challenge I have a partner and the same if she faces a par uh, challenge uh, so she, I can help her so what the audience sees as my magic is in fact a duo a duet so that uh, helps a lot for the challenges um, in fact Stefan Leichen is not Stefan Leichen Stefan Leichen is Katel Sever and Stefan Leichen uh, is magic prod in fact uh, so a lot of these personal challenges were overcome come? overcome yeah uh, were overcome by the couple our power uh, but of course I had thousands when you're a magician you just have it, your job is to face challenges because that's to make impossible possible so any any situation it could be so many things like when I did World Expo in Shanghai we are we had the engines that burned the night before the opening of the huge pavilion with the French bridges president Sarkozy coming uh, from a car falling from a levitation from uh, this this thousands and thousands of challenges uh, we have to face in my job all the time all the time um, mechanics that don't work at all and the show must go on but this is just normal I think this is in any job you have challenges like that um, the, the, another challenge is to work with your pa partner to also understand uh, her desires and her point of view because our strength is that uh, everything we create is uh, made by both of us so it's really powerful because it is a global creation so we can reach different levels of emotions so of course when we write the concept when we create together there's a lot of attentions and so these are another type of challenge which are more emotional challenge and in a very intimate and personal challenges and of course you have the last economic challenges which is what we facing now what we are maybe getting up with covid uh which we which having three companies in france hong kong and saigon we face everyday economic challenges in any case like any entrepreneurs uh, but now, of course, this is increased by uh, the COVID situation. And again, uh, one of our incredible power, being magi magician, is immediately we, we could set up a Zoom shows. So people had still the feeling and the need to meet through Zoom. And so they hired and they booked us for Zoom shows because thanks to magic, uh, all the meeting could be more interactive uh, because when they invite a magician on a convention, virtual convention, the magician will uh, talk to each people personally. You can say, hey, Mark, think of a card. Or Jennifer there in, uh, in Liverpool, can you just think of a color? And you in Russia, uh, Malika or whatever in North Africa, what would you 
uh, think of uh, a name and everything is printed on a billboard that is so magic can reuni reunite a lot of people uh, even on, on Google Meets or, or any platforms uh, so in fact straight away like two weeks after we already had a lot of bookings and all, everything was, was replaced by, by this and uh, what we created with Catel uh, was uh, Champagne Secret and Champagne Secrets was a COVID friendly, I don't know what you say, COVID friendly show, which is a very intimate show uh, where maximum of guests is 30 guests, 30, you cannot have more than 30 guests at the big, at the creation of the show. This was crazy, but we created that two years before COVID and uh, with a social distancing, with no touch magic, so the, the audience doesn't touch, like there's no pick a card trick this is all mental things so there's one moment where we can put a glove a pair of gloves for the people to touch a book but they can throw the gloves after so we could perform this show live with no problem even with the covid uh, um, all this covid uh, safety and this is st starting one of the successes in Park Hayat in Saigon we started with the Champagne Secret it was full completely full even during the high crisis even during the second lockdown in August, it was still full, and um, so then we did Magic at the Park, which was bigger, and now we're starting the third version, which is Digital Champagne Secret in twenty on twenty third of April, and then there's a huge secret uh, project in starting in December in July. Okay, cool. Big, yeah. big, big one. Right. So a lot of things, a lot of things um, in Metropole in Hanoi, a lot of things in. In uh, in Amanoi in Cameroon also very 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 exciting. Yeah, sure. Sounds like quite a lot to juggle, but it's good, right? Yeah. Yeah. And there's a yeah there's a very nice place to open very soon in Taudian to source local magician talents. Yeah. A sort of club, a cabaret, uh, where all the best magicians in Vietnam will meet. Okay, cool. And we will open every night from six to eight. Come and have a nice uh, glass of champagne or a nice beer, and to come and see the best magicians in Vietnam. So this is another fourth project. Yeah, sure. Wow, so, <laughs> quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How do you like manage having so many at the same time? Is it tricky to keep on top of everything? Yeah. I I'm just we are just my wife and myself passionate with our job and, uh, it's. No, it's just a question of passion, and as a magician, you are used to have a lot of, of uh, date datas at the same time, and to manage a lot of datas, so it's okay, and it's always exciting to have a lot of projects. Yeah, of course, I can imagine so. And we kind of have covered what you're going to do in the future with um the workshop in Taudien. It's almost coming to the end of the conversation. What would you say to somebody? looking to get into magic what would you what advice would you give them in starting out oh and just to make sure that they are passionate uh, i think magic is is nice it's very nice comfortable to do it if i as a second passion or third passion uh, but uh, performing magic and living magic 100 uh, percent is is incredible it's uh 
you can see life differently so uh, if if yeah if you want to start magic uh, at one moment you have to dis to decide if you're if if you keep magic as a passion and it's a it's a fantastic I, it's a fantastic tool uh, to live a norm, uh, fantastic life in any case so of course I would say keep on magic and read books about magic Hiding the Elephant from Jim Steinmeier the magic book from Harry Lauren um, very classical standard books don't go on, don't go on the tutors on YouTube don't look at the secret revealed on YouTube or uh, whatever these things you can know, watch a little bit of Penantelefoulas, which is very high quality of magic, but no tuto, no revealing, no, this is really crap. Uh, books, 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 sometimes on DVDs at that time, or download some on good magic shops. There are lots, but uh, yeah, uh, books mainly. Okay, cool. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I've kind of got my feet. I've not got any magic ones yet, but <laughs> maybe I can add them, yeah. Cheers. So yeah, Stefan, thanks very much for coming on. I've oh, really enjoyed the conversation and yeah, I look forward to seeing this Taudian workshop. Yeah, yeah. I'd be keen to come and, I'm not sure I'd get involved myself, but I'd certainly watch and yeah, I'd certainly be keen to come to a show of yours sometime and yeah, yeah I've got some good recommendations. So. Can I see us? Yeah, it's, it would be called, it, I think it's called the Magic Comedy Club. It's very simple. Magic Comedy Club. Really? It's op- yeah. it, w- it will be open from June, I suppose. Sure. From 6, 6 p.m. Okay, great. Somewhere in a hidden place in Kaudian. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Magic Comedy Club. Great stuff. I look forward to checking it out. Thanks again and all the best. Thank you. Thank you, Connor.